Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. That uh, is peer pressure. We made you do a thumbs up. <laughs> I felt really uncomfortable. Uh, you'll only get that if you watch the video version of this podcast. But this week I'm joined by Joe Scrabbles. Hello. And Daniel Kruper. Hello. We're the hoodie crew. We are the hoodie crew. <laughs> this Old is man just, wearing a hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> this is just like the bespoke, like not even bespoke, this is like the identikit outfit of the IGN team. And we've all got like, yeah, logo t-shirts on. We're doing really well. Well done. I was going to say we all wear glasses, but that's not true. No. 2020, baby. Rory should. Yeah. Could Are you a, actually? I could be a pilot. You probably could. I'm going to be. <laughs> I'm going to be a pilot. At what point are you going to become a pilot? Mm, tomorrow. Okay. All right, then. You're going to fly to the switch launch? <laughs> oh, I'd love to. Imagine to me um, turning up in an Apache gunship. <laughs> there are so many things that I'd love to see you do. Yeah. Do we have to email uh, Nintendo PR? Have you, what's the nearest run the helipad? Guys, you got? You've got Heathrow, a, is it? How much need to run away for a, an Apache gunship. Do you not? Oh, it's a helicopter. helicopter. Oh, mm. all right. Come on. All right. Sorry. Helicopter you could land nerd. on a runway. That's the, that's the <laughs> versatility of a helicopter. It's a gunship. Planes aren't called gunships. Right. And it's not a boat. That's <laughs> boat. Like, to be fair, you, you're calling it a ship when it's not. Well, I, I didn't call it that. All right. That's what... Let's get on with Whoever this. Whoever makes like, Apache. All right. I'll learn all of them, all right? Yes. <laughs> Just stop arguing. All I want to know is, who won the Assassin's Creed competition from two weeks ago? Let me tell you, it was Alex Cloton and Mark Lee. Well done. We're going to get in touch and send you posters. Are they posters? I wasn't posters on that signed by um, Marion Cotillard, and the director, uh, and Michael Fassbender. Fassbender. That's special celebrity ink. So yeah. look out for those on eBay in a couple of weeks. If they licked the biro before they wrote on it like people do in films then you've got some of their DNA who <laughs> before they use them <laughs> people on that's how you get more ink I know what you mean that's how you get more ink that's like how detectives rub cocaine on their lips I know are you like is he allowed to do that yeah. <laughs> so, oh actually I might just have a bit more just got to check just yeah. <laughs> he's doing a lot of paperwork this afternoon sticking it in his eyes <laughs> Most people just get a biro that doesn't work and just do yeah. circles, right? Biro full of cocaine. But who knows what's... Because celebrities... <laughs> That's what's in biros, what, cocaine. What do, you think, what do you think Brad Pitt and Marion Cotillard do more than anything else? Act in films. So maybe they think that's just what you do. They what's, get told to Brad make biros. What's Brad Pitt do with it? Brad Pitt, he's with Marion Cotillard, <laughs> yeah, well, isn't There's he? a rumour there. Oh, Sorry, it? I'm thinking of the film... Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's, that's a rumour. What's the they, Zemeckis uh, film? Back to the Future. Anyway. No. Anyway, <laughs> they weren't doing uh, press for that because they were getting asked too many questions about whether they were having right? a great Brad old time. Brad, Brad and Angelina. Licking their biros. Licking their biros. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, that's why Brad and Angelina split up, apparently. Huh. We're going to be talking Byron mainly looking. about Hollywood gossip today. Yeah. I thought it was because... Oh, no, no. That wasn't confirmed, was it? So Are you about to slander someone? <laughs> again might, again on the podcast? <laughs> I go for a 100% hit rate. <laughs> this is the last episode of the IGN UK podcast. Especially with Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. let's not do that. Um, well done, Alex and Mark. But rather than cancel the IGN UK podcast, let's talk about something that definitely is cancelled. Oh, nice. Scalebound. Oh, poor old Scalebound. Were either of you excited for it? No. I don't think you were. No. I was like quite interested in it. I probably would play it like dinosaurs, a bit like dragons, aren't they? Yeah. So, <laughs> I love good. that's all you need. Right. That's all I need as a, as a you, true line. That's why Reign of Fire is your favourite uh, film. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I was quite interested, but it's been around for so long. Mm. My interest maybe was waning. I So I'm a massive Camille fan. That man can do no wrong as far as I'm concerned. Have you ever seen the picture of him in a leather jacket with his mum? <laughs> from a kid oh, I'll show you that afterwards go and look it up it's amazing it's in Joe's wallet right? I, I would love actually I might put that in my wallet I've got a little transparent section now that I'm not using I might do that that'd be quite fun what was in there before uh, just my driving licence oh, okay. just don't need that anymore <laughs> got a pilot's licence now it was Shinji Mikami uh, okay. but yeah, your favourite developer yeah just always young pictures of my favourite Japanese devs um, <laughs> but so it, basically no one really knew what it was it got really bad showings at games Gamescom, like publicly. Uh, oh, I didn't think the showing E3 was particularly. Great. Oh yeah, that was bad too. Yeah. I forgot they'd even done it there. Yeah. Behind closed doors, I saw it twice. Okay. And it was presented by Camille, who was so so excited for it because right. he's got this public persona of being a grumpy man. Mm. Yeah. He was so happy to be making this game, which makes it even sadder because it was a proper passion project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an idea he'd had since before Bayonetta. Right. And yeah, it just it's been unceremoniously axed. And it was beginning to look like exactly what I wanted out of that game. Like right. the last time I saw it, they'd introduced this system because they'd always had this problem with the dragon was an AI that you sort yep. of yep. kind of last guard yeah, you like push yeah. towards things. Can you please kill these people? Yeah. Yeah. But in and, your own time. Yeah. Yeah. The last time I saw it, they had essentially held down L2, the camera switched, and you and a really cool mechanic. Wherever you were looking, like wherever you'd positioned the main character it became a side-scrolling game from that perspective. So you were then playing a beat-em-up, essentially using the dragon from Drew's position. So it was like he threw his soul into the dragon. Oh God. And you were suddenly playing Devil May Cry from a fixed camera, but you were using a dragon doing kind of kung fu. And it was good? It looked fucking brilliant. Oh, okay, it fair enough. So, so cool. Yeah, so Microsoft did not like that. Yeah, well, exactly. seen it? I've never seen that. No. I was going to so, say, because I'm still trying to figure out what it looks like. Have they shown footage of it? They've never shown footage of it. They right. just did it behind closed doors. Okay. And yeah, Camille was just sitting there jabbering away in Japanese, his translators desperately trying to keep up because he was just sitting there going like, look what we've done. You can like play Devil May Cry with the dragon. Right. Um, and yeah, that had sold me completely. And I was like, they finally nailed it. Yeah. This is how they're going to ship this game. Axed. Done. And that's it. So rumour is it, they basically missed a big milestone over Christmas. There's some sort of, yeah. It, like, um, and there's been... It, apparently, it's been in development trouble for much longer than just that. Right. Um, I don't think Camille takes well to being told what to do. Yeah. Um, actually, there's an amazing thing that um, both of us saw, and I think you oh. saw as well, which is Nathan Brown from Edge put up a, oh, a yeah, chopped yeah. transcript from an interview he did with the guys making Nier, which we'll talk about as well, um, which is uh, Another Platinum, Platinum Games game, as yeah. well. Uh, and them saying, uh, we've worked with other publishers, not going to name them, uh, who think that they know more about game making yeah. games than we do. And they, I think the words were, were like, you don't know more than make, more than us about making games, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is true, because Platinum make the best games. And so it's like, it is this very odd thing where I see why Microsoft might not want that project under there. Yeah, auspices, but it's an incredibly sad thing to lose. But also, like the day it was announced, they were trying to wipe it from all existence as yeah. well. Like they were taking yeah, down yeah. all the trailers, all the gameplay footage, and were they all? They were just getting it from all their channels. Yep. like it's been eradicated. Yeah, and no one's sure why. Like I've asked around, like <clears throat> people I know within Microsoft. 
No one knows why they're doing the, that. Was there that, possibly a thing if like Platinum owned the IP and it so, comes out with someone else, Xbox still want to be publicising yeah, yeah. so a the rumor. potential game for some another develop, another publisher? Yeah, the rumour is that they've retained the rights and that's why they've done it. Because for context, Microsoft didn't do this when they cancelled Fable Legends. They didn't uh, do this when they right, cancelled okay, Phantom right. Dust. Because I was going to say, maybe that's just like... like yeah, if procedure. something similar happened at Apple, no. you can bet your bottom Initiate line. Protocol. Exactly. exactly. They don't, that's just how big corporates Microsoft work, don't okay. have a scorched earth policy like this. Right, so okay, fine. It's very oh, odd yeah, that, that is they would have done this. Yeah. Um, and I hope mm, that is the mm. case. I would love Camille to, get, have you to continue s- making that. Have you seen like the kind of the report card of the scorecard for Xbox's 2014 E3 <laughs> press conference. It's so if you went back and watched what was announced at that press conference, oh, yep. let me go through it. Yep. Fable Legends. Yep. Project Spark. Dead. Yeah. Dead. Uh, Phantom Dust. Dead. What was that? It was like a remake it's of a... It's a remake of a cult Xbox uh, Japanese weird card fight? brawling arena brawl wow, thing. I do not remember that. that. Yeah. Scalebound. Yep. Dead. Ori in the Blind Forest, tick. There you go. <laughs> Was a very good game, to be fair. Um, but yeah, Whoops. like, they have... And this is the weird thing, is Phil Spencer's whole thing was, I'm coming in, we're making games again, we're doing yeah. cool stuff that's not just games as service. Uh. <laughs> to be fair, they are making games, they're just not releasing them. Yes, yeah. that's very true. <laughs> they spent a yeah. lot of time making them. Yeah. Have you... Uh, I'd never seen this before, I think I just linked it to you before we came on, but have you ever seen Jason Schreier from Kotaku's report on the Phantom Dust remake? I assume not, because he no. didn't know what it was. No. Um, it is... Uh, I, recommend you go and read it because it is the most damning look at how Microsoft publishes games like some of the stuff in that report like so the the main um, bit for me is uh, they contracted this little Floridian studio to make this Phantom Dust remake and it was their first ever game they'd made they'd helped on Sunset Overdrive and stuff but they've never made their own and they were super excited and they got contracted to make a uh, multiplayer only brawler using the systems from the original game sounded really cool and then they came back literally a week later and said, oh, we also want a six-hour campaign. And they were like, okay, we reckon we can manage that. Yeah. Ken Lobb, who's their like sort of blue sky thinking man yeah, that's yeah. not Kudo Tsunoda, turned up on a podcast like quite a while later and just said, oh, yeah, it's a 30-hour JRPG. And they had never heard anything oh about God. this. And, and the, the quote is, people at Microsoft said, Ken Lobb just does stuff like that. <laughs> and you just go... What? That's a bit kind of a Peter Molyneux sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah, 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 just making shit making up. promises. Um, and then they got cancelled because they asked for two million more dollars, which is fair enough. Yeah, yeah. to continue <laughs> making <laughs> more things. Making? Yeah. <laughs> um, also, the the trailer that came out for Phantom Dust, they had nothing to do with it. They weren't their character designs. They had no idea that they were going to be announced at E3. Microsoft just said, "Oh, you should watch the show." What? Yep. And they'd made them a launch you trailer. Couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't wear it like that, could you? What wow. is going on? Oh my gosh! And obviously, this is all coming from one side. Maybe Microsoft has a different story. And I'm sure yeah. similar things happen across the board. Yes. Well, I've heard and some, maybe things, some people yeah. are better at keeping it under wraps. Yes. Just, yes. Yeah, yes. Sometimes yes. that's a bad thing. Um, we've <clears> talked <throat> a lot about this, and we don't have that long. But also, you should play the Near Automata demo, which yeah, shows why excellent. Platinum is so good. And not in Platinum put out a statement on their blog about the cancellation of Scalebound, mm-hmm. which was very concise. Yeah. But it ended by saying Neo's coming out and we think this is some of our best work. Not only that, the producer Inaba, who's worked with Kamir a lot, with it, they're sort of a duo <clears> within <throat> that company, has also said to Famitsu that he's making a new game. And Kamir 
possibly separately said uh, his only words for 2017's goals were we are quietly making progress so I think he may have already transitioned onto something right. else which is they really make exciting. so many games it's nuts they are yeah. a small company yeah. also like similarly um, FromSoft because they've got like three projects in the works yeah. in the similar kind of that kind of industrious small team but they like relatively small team to turn yeah. out all those big games yeah. in a few years yeah. just really focused oh they yeah. might have a new armoured core this year that'd be rad Armored Core's wicked. Um, so yeah, that Platinum, I think there is hope, but it is super sad that Scalebound got cancelled because that is a, was a cool-looking thing and weird. Like, and there's I so did. little weird around. The dude wearing the headphones. I know, it was the a beats. bad design. Yeah. He's a very... Yeah. That's the thing, he's just like... Not, yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, But it was a good game. Or it looked like it. Could have been. Might, it might still been. be. Yeah. It might still be. Split. You should talk about Split. I saw uh, the new M. Night Shyamalan Sh- 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 uh, movie. We need to have a, a, a like a. We should interview him just and ask, just say, please, mate. On record, is it Shyamalan? Shyamalan. Shyamalan. He must have said. Yeah. He must have done. Anyway, we're ignorant. That's maybe we on me. Know. That's on me. Yes. Um, so his new movie, which is Split, and I, I was speaking to Gavin about this the other day. He's made some very good movies mm. at the beginning of his career. And then say, he got recently? this reputation of a kicking. Because a lot of his mo- movies are kind of like, you know, they'd be very good Twilight Zone episodes. Yes. Yeah. Or Black Mirrors. Yeah. Even though, obviously, the it's different sort of focus. Yeah. And on TV, that works really well because you go, ah, oh, this week's was a bit shit. Yeah. Uh, next week it might be all right. Yeah. yeah In yeah. the kind of anthology style. Yeah. Whereas with the the cycle on a movie, if it's two three years between them, if he has a bad one, that's the current mindset regarding For a his very work long time, until yeah. he makes a decent one. And his last movie, The Visit, were have you seen this? No. About the grandparents. Oh yes, it's really good. And I feel right. like the expectations been dialed back because he's had a few bad movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one came along and it's pretty well received, and it's a really fun kind of weird horror movie yeah. and it's really interesting and then this is kind of another one that's kind of coming in with lower expectations now because he's kind of I think a lot down. of people don't even know it's him, him no because it's I all been predicated I, on James McAvoy as I think this I think also yeah the marketing thing they're kind of not pressing him as a brand which yeah. they did for a time yeah. like after yeah, yeah, Six Sense yeah. Unbreakable and Signs yeah. Yeah. it was M. Night Shyamalan's yeah. Presents yeah. sort of thing yeah. and it's James McAvoy obviously having the bloody time of his life <laughs> playing this character who has split personality disorder. Yeah, I've seen the trailer for it. Now, I'm not going to go too much into the specifics of the plot and where it goes, although I would say it's a lot of fun. Like, there's some bits in it that are quite silly. Yeah. But it is quite fun and something amazing happens at the end. You've told me what happens at the end. And it is unbelievable what happens at the end. So I'm not going to say, and it's not... In a good or a bad way? It's not a twist in the same sense that Sixth Sense has a twist. You can see it a mile off. I don't think you could see this coming at all. It's made <laughs> it's made me want to see the film and it, way more. And I, I, I'm, I'm interested that they didn't take a decision to sell the film based around it. Um, I'm intrigued. So it is definitely intriguing. And, I, you know, it's a good, fil- fun film to go see. Yeah. Um, so he has a split personality disorder. But the idea is that these different personalities that occupy him, and I think he has 23 in the movie, mm. of which you see six, because right. maybe he can't do that many accents. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't even get to do a Scottish one. Um, it's not often black. And they're all, they're all contesting for what they call in the movie The Light. So different characters come to the forefront and they have their light. Yep. They're in the spotlight, so they have control over the body and the entire mind. Weird. And they can suppress the other personalities. Yep. But 
there's a slight more kind of supernatural element to the movie that science is supernatural, it depends how you quantify it, is when he has a different personality, his physiology changes to a degree. So when he has a character inside him who is thinks they're diabetic, he becomes diabetic. Right. Okay. So your physiology actually changes. Right, 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 depending right, right. On, So some versions of him are stronger than other ones. Right. So there's huh. a guy called Dennis who occupies his body who's very stern. Yeah. And this is, happens right at the beginning of the film. It's in the trailer. He kidnaps three girls for yeah. some reason that you find out over the course of the movie. And he is physically way stronger than all the other personalities. Right. Mm. And it's kind of, all these personalities are contesting for dominance within him. And there's alliances between the different personalities. Right. So it's really wow. interesting. And he's keeping them locked in this basement. And... I can't really say much more than that. Yeah. But James McAvoy, obviously, like I said, he's having the time of his life because he gets to do all this like, like nuts Crazy stuff. stuff. Like, yeah. yeah and good like when he's having conversations with him. Yeah. Like, I, I really like James McAvoy. Yeah. Yeah. One, he's a very good actor, but like, so he, there's a woman within him. I can't remember what she's called, but she's kind of almost like a stern middle-aged woman. Who's very, yeah. And very kind of prissy and like exact with the way she makes sandwiches. She's got a little CD. <laughs> right. like she gets really angry if a sandwich isn't exactly cut in half. Right. And he's like, because he's got a skinhead in the entire movie. Yeah. He, the, when he changes within a scene, you just see the way he holds himself and he'll like clutch his jacket like it's a shawl. Right. And so <laughs> it's a really great performance yeah, where yeah. he's having conversations with himself. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun to watch. That's yeah. cool. But um, yeah, I would definitely recommend it. And I'm looking forward to when the thing at the end becomes known. Like... It's, it is a spoiler right now, yeah. but I think almost immediately once the movie comes out, it'll be talked about. And it's not a spoiler. It kind of, it's more interesting than that. It's a weird element of context. Yeah. Okay. That's, I'll leave it at that. All right. I'm actually really excited to see it now. And I had, I, I was kind of like, oh, I'll probably watch it on Netflix in a year or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I quite want to see it in the cinema. Yeah. Like, it sounds fun. Like, it's, it I think sounds it's very odd. Funny. I think Gal thought it was... There's some like little dud moments in it yeah. and like weird bits of dialogue and bits of acting, but it is a fun movie. Yeah, oh, that's good. I'm right. glad he's doing this kind of stuff again. Yeah, With, like quite well lower small budget. scale as well. Yeah, yeah, like and then you can be more creative and do kind of more weird stuff like that. Yeah, because there's think, not much weighing on it. Yeah, because his films got bigger and bigger, and I think what was his first Duff one like Lady in the Lake? Oh, Lady in the Water. Lady in the Water. Yeah, yeah. and where it's like. Paul Giamatti and it's like basically Paul Giamatti was he like angry at critics and it was almost like him swiping back at people and then the terrible Mark Wahlberg one The Happening yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, the that one was where I was like I I never walk out of films but that was the one I was pretty close yeah. to did anyway. you know Signs the oh we did this on a podcast Signs the original tagline was there has been a happening <laughs> which is really weird <laughs> <laughs> I quite like that odd. yeah he just likes that word I think um, the new episode of Sherlock's very good by the way I know, I, just I, talking about TV shows. I thought, you, right. I, thought like it, it. I thought it was all right. I I thought the first one was terrible. I gave I, up on that show. I didn't oh, think it was mediocre. terrible. I think, but I didn't think it was great. It's mediocre. Yeah, I don't need to see like word art flying around the screen anymore. I'm done with that. Him just. Well, like, he just has no. I don't mind that. He's got around. no consistent style or frequency to it. I like, do it all the time. It just feels like they do it when it come, They remember. Oh, we can do that if we want. In As a I scene. say, it doesn't really happen in episode two. No, okay. Happens in episode one a lot. <laughs> Great. In episode two, it, like he does that thing where it appears around her and he's like um, wiping out yes, like no, you're right. Yes, you are right. But it's yeah. like, but there's no that, regularity to it. No. No. Like, I wouldn't mind if it like happened all the time when he was going through crime scenes, but mm. it's just no consistency. Yeah. Just watch the first few series of House again. Yeah. Way better Sherlock show. Much yeah. better. That's um, true. Yeah. Right. 
tomorrow we're all going to see the switch so today if you're listening to this yeah podcast, today we'll you've all seen the switch yeah. this you, is kind of our point we can't organize this so that we've all seen it and record a podcast in time to release as we should so instead i'm just going to read lots of rumors that have happened for years like i'm going years back for the rumors yeah. and we're going to talk about whether we think they'll happen we know some of these won't happen it's just okay. fun to look back because it's been such a fascinating process because as you'll see, the first rumour here is from January 2014 and is kind of bang on about okay. what this is. Like, Nintendo was clearly, a year after the, the Wii U came out, yeah. they went, fuck. Uh, uh. <laughs> and started. And I, I'm absolutely sure the PS5 is already basically fully planned out. Oh, like, I have no doubt. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, yeah, this yeah. just, this is how things work. Yeah. But it's kind of amazing how quickly all of this stuff leaked out. Yeah. And I can't imagine that was wasn't partly by accident uh, you're partly on purpose, on purpose yeah. yeah like part of the plan yeah yeah so in january 2014 nintendonews.com reported that the nintendo fusion would be made up of uh, a ds like device and yeah. a terminal through which it could plug into a tv and would uh, improve its performance somewhat and that it would unify the two platforms that's quite that's insane that's quite good yeah. isn't it like, that? that's pretty spot on yeah. what, what a clever idea january 2014 yeah um which yeah, that's exactly what we've got, and we, and it's been a consistent rumor from different sources. So where was that rumor from? Uh, it was from. Oh, what did they say? They had a very specific turn of phrase. It was like our uh, impeccable sources, right, okay. or something like that. So, so someone at Nintendo just went. Oh, by the way, here's what right. we're doing. Um, incidentally, they thought it was called the Nintendo Fusion because they had registered a domain name. Nintendo Fusion. Yeah. Turns out that was just an Australian music festival that Nintendo were sponsoring. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Which I really like. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo Fusion, not the worst name. Not no. awful. No. Fusion Terminal, though. Well, oh, that's not, yeah. ex that's well, not sexy. Like, what the hell well, is that? Yeah. We can, we can really, talk about that I'll, all day. I'll yeah. say, like, I'm really happy with the name Switch. Like When that oh, was announced, great. I was just like, that's a really cool, cute... Also, interesting like, name like, like the, the animated the logo branding. the way it pops the yeah. air and everything it's, it's really like, satisfying all the branding is really yeah. nice on it yeah. it's got and you can tell Which you know how I think about PS4 yeah. always has the thing at the end of yeah. all adverts that yeah. switch thing that yeah. click is exactly the same thing yeah, yeah. it's really it's smart a really nice little brand identity they are, they are smart marketing um other things that they have said in the past, like quite a while ago at one point um people surmised that or like rumors said that instead of a terminal, what it was going to be, it would have an HDMI-style, like Chromecast-style stick yeah. that yeah. you would pull out and plug into your TV, and it would just broadcast right. whatever so was on your screen. your device. Which yeah. isn't far from, like, how the Wii U works. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that was yeah. just a Bluetooth... I think that was just a Bluetooth connection between... Yeah. Maybe it wasn't Bluetooth, but it was well, a connection. A connection. Uh, like a seamless mm. screen connection. But rather than having the base station, that would be built into your Yeah, it's just handset. reversing how yeah. that would work. Yeah. Which is quite interesting. Like, I could I could see that happening, like, yeah. with any device from now. Like, it was quite cool. Um, and what else have we had? It would be the power of 50 Wii U's. <laughs> <laughs> Which I is the most even, arbitrary. I don't thing. even know what that means. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not. What is that? No, it's definitely <laughs> not. It's not even the power of one PS4, as far as we can tell. Uh, let's pick up on that point. Because mm. there's a lot of rumors circulate, and people, again, when you listen to this, you will know, but we're going to talk in the context of today, is that it might be $300. Yeah. So maybe £200, £250. And you were talking about how that's a really good counter to the argument that it's not as powerful yeah. as other consoles of this generation like i don't i'm not sure they will 
I don't think they'll pitch it this way. No, they I, don't I think, do that. but that's an inf- that's an inference in a kind of equation individuals will make. Yeah, just to go like, yeah, it's not a PS4, but it's also a handheld. It's so much more. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You can do way more with it, yeah. and it costs less. Yeah, you like, literally can't do this. It's a completely different proposition. Because yeah. we were just talking about. Um, when when we get some, we're going to have to have one for the office. Yeah. And suddenly, like, as you were saying, oh, well, that will have to be the office one. I was like, yeah, but you could just take yeah. it home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is really weird to think it about. Tomorrow. Like, yeah. It doesn't actually matter anymore, which is amazing. I love the idea of, like, from our perspective, that makes reviewing games way easier. Because when we have to have, like, you know, what, the save game on a console oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like, even yeah. if you have one at home, you can just use the docking station there. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, that's brilliant, isn't it? That's brilliant. Just walking around right. with our reviews. What? price does it have to be for you to pre-order it and what's your cut off well uh, for me it's like i'll i'll pre-order it like 300 quid like i would what i'm factoring in is like accessories and like what are the bits i Mm. might have to buy because there's a core unit i guess yep but then i want some kind of case to put it in if i'm putting it in my bag oh that's interesting like i don't think i would we just chuck it in and the screen gets scratched. If that screen gets scratched, I'm going to lose my you mind. You would do my nothing. Yeah, that's fair. And it's do you like have a uh, case for your iPad. No. Oh, wait, no, I do. I've got a screen protector. Right. There you yeah, go. just something yeah. it kind of slides into, like a sleeve or something. That. That'll be all right. Yeah, I'll be all right. That's going to be like 30 quid. Yeah. Like it's like a sleeve thing, like a neoprene. You can even use a laptop. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a rumor that I haven't included on here, but there's loads of accessories slowly leaking out, including like a Norwegian retailer had um, Mario and Zelda things listed with very specific names. What? Um, You mean controllers that slide in? So they, I think they are bespoke, like official Nintendo cases for the terminal and... Oh, the terminal. That's what I'm calling it now. Yeah. The base station and the yeah, actual a unit. case. For, why do you case? Why do you the case like, as in like a skin. Oh uh, right. Uh, so like, like face so, it, right. so the two would look identical. Right. But one's a case for the, like the handheld unit, and one's for the terminal just to look. Because they did all those like when it was announced that well, some site did all the different colorations, didn't they? The, the sort of oh yeah, theme. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, if you can mix and match like colored like controllers. Yeah. Have you said it's in white yet? Is it just this good metal black? It's just the black at the moment. Okay. So I expect tomorrow it'll be black standard, and then I think there'll be Mario and Zelda versions. Do you reckon? Yeah, because they did but that more with, like a handheld kind. I know they've done that with consoles and because the they past, did yeah. Zelda Wii U, which yeah. was like a Wii U with launch, like though, lots of stuff. I, I love Zelda. I hate that it's always gold. Oh yeah, yeah. it's no good. Yeah. Is it? It's horrible. Yeah. It's very gaudy. Yeah, very Trump. So anyway, going, so uh, the rumor is it's three hundred dollars. Well, that's a Target provisional. Well, so thing, wasn't so it? Target have had three hundred dollars. More than one UK retailer have got pre-orders up for two hundred quid. Right, but if it's three hundred dollars, it's going to be three hundred pounds. The exchange rate right now that's a is point. Not far off parity. Yeah, oh, two hundred pounds is where it's at, though, isn't it? It's not going to be. <laughs> I'm willing <laughs> yeah, to bet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Willing Cheap to bet it. money. <laughs> Ooh, hundred pounds where it's at. Well, really, it. I'll, 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 I'll pay fifty quid and be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Give me fifty quid, mate. <laughs> This is, I love this. I think it's going to be 300 quid. Who know, like, all of this is I going know. to be apparent to people when they're listening and to this. So it's really exciting. I'm gonna, I, I think people are free to hit us up on our Twitter to say, you're an idiot, you got it right or wrong. I would love that. Continue. We were speaking to Gav about this, and he's like, oh, would you pre order if it's 200 quid? I was like, Gav, you and I bought a BB 8 for 130 quid. That's we, like, How many we times have you used it since? I, I used that once two years ago. Good. Uh, <laughs> 
what man it's just you know me and him we're just like caught up in the frenzy of it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it did sound thing. like an Gamble amazing too. what he bought one because he thought he'd like run out of Christmas it absolutely did not and he's gonna like flog it like a Buzz Lightyear oh my god and he also I, <laughs> I think he's still under his desk Oh my god! Jesus, Gav. And then thinking, then he also bought one because I think he thought his mate would want it, and it'd be sold out. And then he said to him, his mate, oh, "I've got you this." He's like, "I'm not bothered." <laughs> Brilliant. Um, a couple of things from uh, Switch patents. So these are things that have actually, like, officially been yeah. patented, but just probably won't happen. One was that the side of the unit would have a projector slash sensor on it. And so it would project images of things from the game. So that they're they're two hundred quid. They're weird. Li- yeah, they're weird. They're weird little um, holodeck. Uh, so. They have these like really crude drawings on patent diagrams because engineers can't draw to save their fucking lives. <laughs> and it was a little man playing baseball yeah. on the uh, on the unit. And then he would hit the baseball out and you'd catch it outside the game, like it would project the ball on your hand, and then you could throw it back at him. What? Yeah. Um, which I think is a hilarious sounding that idea. Is definitely not going to happen. It'll be crap. That's a hundred years time. Not work. That's like a holodeck. But I think that's really funny. I love the idea of that. Like, Imagine how many if they unveil that tomorrow? Like, <laughs> the one thing, like, what are they going to use it for? Like, you'll have a Pikachu on your hand, like, going. Why would. Yeah. Like, that's, that's as good as it is. I don't think that's good. That's powers for an Eden. Well, powers would go mental. <laughs> uh, and uh, what's the other. Oh, that it will have. They're going to sell an accessory. Like the like a gear VR type yeah, headset like where you turn into VR. So yeah. you yeah you slot the yeah. unit into the front. It looks of the like headset. a big old thing, doesn't it? Like, just like, yeah, <laughs> does look quite big. Weigh <laughs> like, me down. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then what you use the controllers? Then the yeah the Joy Cons become your hands right. in whatever it is. But then I don't know how it would measure where they are. So I don't yeah, think it could yeah. be one to one movement. Because I don't think they are, or maybe they have got accelerometers. I oh, think the, it's not... the internal unit has an accelerometer, right? And or well, this is again, this but is still all... you can't track like depth or anything like that. You're only no. tracking movement, yeah. Because there's no camera, and apparently only the right Joy-Con has an IR right receiver because that becomes the touch. This is all rumors, but yeah. this that becomes the touchscreen pointer. If you're so, if you have a touchscreen right, game, yeah, you yeah, then yeah, plug yeah, it yeah. in, and you can point at your TV instead, right? Which is kind of interesting. So yeah, like it's feasible, but I can't see how good it would be. I like, just don't think it needs it. Not really. No. Like that's the I'd thing. Love if to, got- I would love to see what Nintendo did with VR. That yeah. would just be a fun thing for them mm. to try. But then. That's the thing, like, they're making a very specific play with this console. Yeah. Do you want to, like, twist it out of shape by adding yes. that thing yeah, into exactly, it? Yeah. When you've just yeah. got this very clear remit for it, it's yeah. like, we can offer this and offer it brilliantly and no one else has got this thing. And, it's, and of course, like, the Wii U's, well, part of the Wii U's downfall is no one knew what the fuck it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just go... Don't twist it out of shape. It's a home console you can take out. I'm really looking forward away. to playing loads of Wii U games that I never really spent enough time oh, with. Oh, my God. Like, if we all get one, yeah. we can play Splatoon properly. Yeah, I've yeah. never played that game Splatoon, properly. I played Splatoon so much, but I only played it with like two other people. I would love to play with a yeah. proper yeah. team That's of fantastic. people. Yeah. It's such a good game. Um, and the final thing, this is a, a list apparently from GameStop Germany of games that are coming out for launch. So Zelda Breath of the Wild and Mario, those feel yep. kind yeah. of nailed on. But can I say, like, it'd be amazing that we might get a new Mario game in three months and then right now we know nothing no. about it. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Less than t- three months, yeah. two months. Yeah. How long was the wait for 3D World? I don't think it was that much longer. 
Yeah. Like, I think they they like to go keep on the wraps of bam, and it's, they just yeah. like it's, so, it's really yeah. exciting. So like because like. like there are Mario games that are among the best games ever made. Like it's really easy to forget that. Yeah. So, who knows? Like if they hit that, they might have made one of the best games in secret. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I hope it is. I hope it's a proper, like, fully fledged. Exactly. Like a like a galaxy or something like that. Did you not think Super Mario 3D World was fully fledged? No. Ah, oh, that was great. It's really pretty good. good. I used to. I like playing that with my girlfriend because you can play it like all co-op or competitive. Yeah, I've yeah. Played and I, Scarlet, my, yeah. One of my favorite things to do is like run through a door and then close it on her. Yeah. Also, um, the snow <laughs> That's levels. Really funny. The snow levels where you can just pick up snowballs and just chuck them at people, yeah. smack them off the edge. Just like, it's such a There's good a lot game. Of good stuff in that game. Again, I think it suffers from like the fact that about that point, all that very few people had Wii U's yeah, and yeah, were yeah. actively playing them. Yep, yep. So there was not a lot of discussion about that game yep. and go, oh, do you remember this moment? Because most people didn't have that experience with yep. that game. Yep. Same with Mario Kart even. Like, we didn't play that much yeah. in the office. No. That's an um, unbelievable game. So yeah, speaking of, uh, Switch Splatoon, Switch Mario Kart 8 and uh, Switch... Are those so, the only two listed? Are they only going to be... Are they basically the same as the Wii U versions or are they so enhanced? Seeming, in so they seemingly are enhanced. So when they showed those clips, there were things that weren't present. So there were new characters in Mario Kart 8. There was right. new customization stuff in Splatoon. It's, it looks like they're a bit different. Okay. Yeah. I can't see any reason for those not to come out so after played, they've shown them. I've yeah, never yeah, played yeah, any yeah. of these older tracks. Oh, they're brilliant! No, I've not or the Animal yeah. Crossing ones, yeah, yeah, or play, yeah. you know, yeah. the Animal Crossing one. Link in Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. I've never done that. Oh, Every time you play the Animal Crossing one, it changes season. Yeah, I've heard that. So good. It's, it's um, there's also so we've got NBA and uh, Skyrim is oh Skyrim is on here. So NBA and Skyrim, those are the other two that were shown. Yeah, that seems fairly nailed on. Um, two Sonic games. So because there are two Sonic games in development, there's Sonic Mania, which is the 2D one, yep. and there's the untitled Sonic something like a big adventure game um that's dated for later just dance and lego city undercover both of which have been announced before and then two dragon quest games so dragon quest 10 which is their mmo which has been out since the wii right but has never come out over here i played that in japanese that was the first thing i ever did in the games industry it was impossible um i found out that you could take off all your clothes by accident during a fight so i just kept accidentally (laughs) undressing my character and just getting killed um and dragon quest 11 as well which is mad and then finally monster hunter which Mm. will blow my fucking mind if it comes out um because i am a huge fan set up for that it is like yeah it's a perfect console because yeah the last time it was perfect was or close to Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate on Wii U and 3DS you could buy them together and swap your saves between them it was incredible and this is just a more seamless version of that exactly and then there are six I know five spots for placeholders so even more also another amazing thing they do just really sort out their shop oh god yeah if you just having a SNES back catalog as well on it, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. just sort it out so it's really easy to and do. Stop and, yeah. being pricks about. I mean, I don't think this is going to happen. Buying it like, once and just like buying it on it, yeah. every other console yeah. and having to rebuy it. Because like, I was thinking price. of Christmas when I was going home on the train and I just took my 3ds. I was thinking of buying a Link to the Past, but then I waited because I thought it might just be on Switch. Yep. And I'd really like to play that on the tube on the way into work yeah, on yeah, that yeah. screen. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of. St- chatter about GameCube games coming out on it as well. Would you play replay old GameCube games? Um, like, I'd play things like stuff that I never really got into at the time and I know I'd like now. Like, um, Beautiful Joe is meant to be incredible and I just, yeah. I wasn't good enough to play it when GameCube came out. Um, 
I might play Sunshine again, just to see how it holds up. Yeah. Can't think of anything else. Eternal Darkness would be funny to see now. Uh, They've got to bring out Galaxy in HD. We were talking about this in the office the other day. I don't don't know if they will. You'd hope so. And Skyward Sword. I never finished that. Oh, that's brilliant. But that game relies on motion controls. And if they don't have proper one-to-one stuff, then it's just not going to be great. Like, but even like like Twilight Princess, which I know was that's got motion controls as well. But like that and Wind Waker, Waker. I'd like to play. I've got them both on, on Wii, the Wii U, but it'd be great I, just, to play I, just, it on, I don't have on the time to yeah. play at home. Yeah, you do but two hours a day on that. Would be an amazing well. Wind game Waker to play. just doing an doing an island on your yeah. commute. That'd be fantastic. That'd be amazing. That'd be really cool. So probably all of that's true, and <laughs> we've got, we're all throwing projected but, baseballs tomorrow, as we've all, and we've all pre-ordered. Oh my god, for three hundred pounds. I'm waking up at 7am tomorrow. I, I know tomorrow I'm just going to... I'm going to lose my head tomorrow and just like, I'll just order it whatever price is because cancel it later. Do you know what I'm I'm de- I will be ordering it. Yeah. So I woke is. up at quarter past five this morning. Foolish. Why would you do that? So you thought it was my, today you was pre-ordering. My decision. You should, should decide to wake up. So Daddy, can we pre-order the Switch? I'm going to text you. Don't do Your daughter would love the Switch. Yeah, but she hasn't got any money. She can't pay for it. If she could buy it for me, then great. <laughs> I'm I'm genuinely more excited to wake up tomorrow than I have been for like on Christmas Eve for uh, for like a decade. You, or what more. time are you getting up tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. I might I genuinely might not be able to sleep. Like I'm that what? excited. I'm so excited. I might, oh, that's I, nice. This is a long day tomorrow. I might actually go to bed early. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. like go to bed at nine, so I, I'm, it's not it's not hard to get. I might up. just I might just get get in bed and turn on a movie and see if I fall asleep. That'd be quite good. I think about what we're doing tonight. <laughs> exactly. Take, slowly remove every item of clothing <laughs> like in you Dragon Quest. Like <laughs> Windows open. Uh, what film are you going to watch? I don't know. Huh? Uh, Probably something erotic. I might watch, whip, might, <laughs> might watch Whiplash. <laughs> that's, that's got a sort one of, of sadomasochistic of, aspect one, to it. One of them from my Emmanuel collection. <laughs> <laughs> Manuel in space. It's the wi- window that. open and Joe was just a light sheet draped over it. <laughs> yeah. In black and white. It's supposed to be snowing tonight. Candles. Don't cry for me. I'm already dead. If it snows tonight and the trains are off tomorrow, I will lose my shit. (laughs) I would feel like to Hammersmith. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's no way I'm missing. You're flying. I will be flying. It's more dangerous. won't be on land. Tragedy <laughs> as young <laughs> helicopter into, pilot into the Hammersmith Apollo. I made it. <laughs> His debut flight. <laughs> I'm the only survivor, but all the switches are broken. <laughs> like the end of that Twilight Zone episode yeah. with the glass. Destin, Destin loses his mind. You get any direct feed? People died, mate. <laughs> exactly. It's Joe's fault as well. Oh, I definitely wouldn't be allowed to stay. Oh, oh I lovely. Wait. lovely. It's gonna be so good. Anyway, let's see how much we get right or wrong. I really hope most of it's right because I'm excited about almost all of those things. Apart from the projector and the baseball, yeah, kind of. If that was on it, I would be excited to see how shit it was. Yeah, put yeah. it that way. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be so funny. Uh, we got some feedback. We have. I think last week's podcast you talked about bad cinema experiences we did. again. So um, Apple, people, yes. people, it's weird. Whenever Gav's on, <coughs> yeah. Um, some, some people emailed in their bad ones and there's some quite funny ones um, this is Simon Brook when I was pretty young I went to see a movie in Odeon Covent Garden by myself I sat on an aisle seat and a man also on his own was sat in the seat in front of me all was well until about two thirds of the way through the film when the guy in front of me got up went into the aisle sat in the empty seat behind me and started kicking the back of my seat <laughs> really hard about eight times in a row what? because I was only a little and dead alarmed I thought don't react 
like my mum taught me. So everyone else in the cinema just took their attention away from the film to watch me get bounced around in my seat for a bit, <laughs> pretending it while I was pretending it wasn't happening. <laughs> then, because I was too scared to turn around, I didn't know if he'd gone, so I just watched the rest of the movie, too afraid to move, and busting for a wee. Oh, that's, that's horrible. That's really scary. I mean, the scariest thing to me is, why is that kid... On his own. In, on his own in a cinema. I also want to know yeah, what they were watching yeah. as well. But that uh, terrifies Ken me. I'm not a very devils. confrontational person. So if yeah. that happened to me, I'd be terrified. So also I'm terrified about losing my rag because I think if it did happen one day, I might just kill someone. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would just like... I thought maybe, maybe you throw a punch, but no, no you're going to go straight No, out. I think if I was pressed, I'd, I'd probably just... Rip someone's head off. You know that's. Like, I just like you press me too far, I'll snap right. and I'll just go for you. Do you get that thing <laughs> where, you're, eyes. where you're furious, but you're also scared? So your furious voice is like, yeah. stop it. I'm scared. Yeah, that's, Partly that's I'm scared. Me. I'm that's, I would turn around yeah. and be like, oh, please. I, I just yeah, I just know like I, I know what I want to say, and I'll just come out and it'd be pathetic, yeah, be and then I'll get angry, and then I'd probably kill him. Yeah. While, anyway, they're, while they're laughing at you. Yeah, but he wouldn't be laughing, would he? Because he'd have no face. Snapped in half like a cinema seat. I'd eat his eyes. Well, I think <laughs> Suck him out. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, your piece of feedback next? I can do that. Daniel Price. I recently took a friend to go see Arrival. Well done, you're a good friend. Upon our arrival, lol, about 30... He didn't write lol. About 30 minutes before the screening was due to start, collected our tickets and proceeded to the screen. At the door, we were greeted by a member of staff who checked our tickets and confidently told us to go on through to the screen. Confidence. What's that about? Entering the room, me and my friend were surprised at how dark the room was. Usually, while the trailers are playing, there's some light on. Question mark. Not really paying any attention to the trailers on the screen other than to notice our giant shadows as we walked in front of the projector. What? Weird. In trying to find our seats in the darkness, we had to ask several people to stand up to let us through. The level of disgruntlement this was met by, met by surprised us, but we continued to our seats. Once seated, we began discussing how unhappy the people around us seemed to be and also how full the cinema seemed to be half an hour before the film was meant to start. As our conversation ended, and I then looked up at the screen for a moment to see starring Amy Adams and the preceding end credits of Arrival. Ah. As the lights came on, it became very apparent I had become what I hate as I ruined the final and very poignant moments of that film for so many people. Oh. I am very thankful Gav wasn't present at the time. <laughs> Daniel! Imagine if you had that, to get up and just like right at the end. Yeah. experience. Just, yeah. I'd just sit there. Be like, oh, it's post credits. Is it post credits. I just want to see that because you're more professional than I am. I should say my email was from James from Southampton. Which well I done, say. James. Okay, uh, I've got an email from Travis. Dolbeck. Oh no, 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 that was wrong. This is Simon Brook. I read my next one. That's even more unprofessional. Oh, oh it's all gone to shit. He's going to kill one of us. <laughs> exactly, Travis Dombeck. Yeah, that's an amazing name. Good. He it sounds says, like he's in a Suda Fifty One game. Uh, he says, "Hey, UK podcast, you had me cracking up with your terrible cinema experiences on last week's episode, so I figured I'd share mine. Last year, I'd gone to see The Witch, which was fantastic at the yes. cinema. Uh, which, because of its heavy use of Old English, even if you speak the language, is a movie that could probably use sub subtitles. Mm. Anyway, an Asian couple sat directly behind him, sorry, beside him and his fiance, and at first." They thought that it was going to be an issue for them because they could constantly hear chatter beside him. After a while, it could only hear the guy's voice and it very quickly realised that the guy was translating literally the entire movie to his girlfriend. That's outrageous. <laughs> that is Wait, outrageous. So, in, so he's translating Old English back no, into... In yes, his, old in English. His head, he's translating Old English to Modern in, English in, into, into whatever language Japanese, they speak. Chinese, whatever it might be. Yes. What are these? Uh, I, he politely asked the guy to stop talking, which he did, but I can only imagine their car ride home where he had to recap the entire movie to his girlfriend. That's ah. good of him that he stopped. 
Yeah. Let's give like, shot. That's, but how is that okay? That's madness. Live translation. That's, yeah. Maybe he was practicing. That was one of my issues with that film. So we saw it. You didn't go to the screening yeah, in San Francisco. I'd already seen it. The audio, uh, I saw it in San Fran with some other IGN people, mm. and the audio was not great. And I literally had no idea what was going on for a large part of the beginning of that film. I can't imagine. But, like, mm. Some US people have trouble with just normal English yeah. accents. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, never mind yeah. old English. Chris Finch doing Chris old English. Doing yeah, it. Exactly. Because he's, he's got, got a very deep voice. That's it. It's almost it's it's like um Jeff Bridges in True Grit, where it's so deep that words don't exist anymore. Yeah. It's just like listening to the <laughs> just sea. The noise. Just yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> That's what like the sea sounds like. like Oceanic trench exhaling. Yeah. Just <laughs> it sounds like the bloop. Um this now this, one, now this one is from James from Southampton and this is a heartwarming story and I thought this was a nice note to end on um, I heard you talking about remote play feature on PlayStation I wanted to tell you about the experiment feature my fiance and I tried I work as a web developer for a financial company and recently been designing some training video games and I had to travel sometimes but I really miss my fiance oh, oh isn't that nice so we wanted to try some multiplayer games or some controller pass some controller pass over remote play if my fiance signs in on the ps4 and i sign in over my laptop you can actually play local multiplayer games together oh. it really helped and you should see the face of my colleagues when they say just going to continue working at my hotel tonight and i go well i'm going to go play games with my fiance who's at home oh, that's cool cool you can that's play nice. that that's amazing using I have remote no play idea. even yeah. though one of you's not there yeah, yeah. It's it does, nice. it does mean that the reaction from his side would be very delayed so she's like get the chips on and he's like uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, is that, is that our spirit now, is it? Great. Yeah. Like, Don't play Overcooked. Like thank that. you, James. I thought it was a nice story. That's lovely. He's making... He, wait, so he's ma- making training video games for, for financial... For his financial company, so maybe like it's gamified. Gamifying. Send them in. Send us a link to them. I want to review that. Yeah, well, I might not be allowed to. There's a very good, If you're allowed, James, send them in. <laughs> there's a very good... Um, How to hack into Barclays. One of the new Street Pass games is about trading stocks, which is mad. <laughs> it's very good. It's really fun. It's about watching when to buy and sell. And, it? But it's me's going, it's going to perform well today. That's great. That's your, that's your scared, angry voice, isn't it? Uh, well, no, that's my <laughs> finance voice. But, okay. tra- but I'm constantly on edge doing finance. Right. So could. Okay. So we like when you submit expenses. As soon as it goes down. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, he might notice. He might notice all the erroneous payments I've put through. Uh, uh, anyway, well, that's it for this week's excellent. podcast. Um, uh, do let us know if you're going to pre-order Switch, what you like about it, what you don't like about it, and uh, we'll bring them up in next week's podcast. Until then, bye-bye. Bye. Love you, bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. 
So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.